This is Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show, a podcast that covers the happenings in and around Divine, Texas, mainly high school sports related with some community happenings as well, and of course, some of our own ramblings to boot. Welcome to Talking Shop. All right, good evening, everyone. We welcome you to Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show. This is episode number 27. That's episode 27. As always, Jim Sessions here as one of your co-hosts, but baseball preview tonight, so we're throwing a little curveball at people. Got a new guest host tonight. You want to introduce yourself there, buddy? What's going on, everybody? Not my first rodeo. Jacob Sadler here, filling in for the unk. Yep, Uncle Joseph at a middle school basketball game tonight, I believe. Oh, yeah, in Uvalde, Texas. Yep. So, mentioned earlier, we've got a baseball preview coming up, so that means we're joined also by Warhorse head baseball coach, Coach George Villa. Coach, thanks for stopping by, buddy. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure being with you guys. Man, you can tell it's baseball season because <clears throat> the cold front's blowing in. We've got a chance for ice tomorrow, so definitely oh, yeah. means baseball's in full swing, huh? Oh, yeah. We've, I've got my vehicle full of jackets and and uh, wind pants and all kind of long socks, gloves. We're ready to rock and roll. And you know, it's gonna you're gonna have to keep that in your vehicle probably what oh, through, absolutely. through maybe March. even through yeah, through I was March, gonna say sure. at least March, maybe even mm-hmm. April. It, it it can Oh yeah. It can turn. I know one year we did a middle school track meet early, sometime early March, and it went it was a forty degree drop in temperature from when we started the first race till when the last race finished. Oh yeah. No, we were talking about uh, a few years ago we were at a tournament and the high was 38, and I remember when when the 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 icicle started melting from the 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 uh, light poles. Okay. They came down, and one of those icicles cut Coach Poppy's wife. She was oh wow yes yeah it was pretty yeah it was pretty brutal yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I just wonder who she went after on that, too. No, you know, I, she was mad. She was upset. I don't remember. She, someone was going to hear the wrath I, of that. I don't remember um, who was, but I remember we, we ended up getting those shop heaters uh, from Wog had just opened up here in Divine, uh-huh. and they, and they, they uh, supplied those for us, and we had them in the dugout. And then in between innings, the umpires would run over there and warm up a little bit and then go back out. But it was, yeah. You know, I don't. Brutal. You don't laugh. You don't laugh because she gets cut. I'm laughing because you're playing. And it's 38 degrees. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. We we hosted a golf tournament today. No. Boys were out on the golf course. Mm-hmm. All the coaches were talking about. They were sending their some of their girls to a tournament this weekend, and they're like, "Yeah, it got canceled." And I'm not really disappointed about <laughs> yeah, that. No, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, nope. it's like, yeah. No tears yeah. or shit. We're gonna have to make a decision probably Friday evening about our first scrimmage Saturday versus Medina Valley. I got you. So. Yeah, we'll wait and see. It's it's not really expecting to warm up a whole lot this no, weekend. No, no. Weather says get ready. Yep. Yeah, everybody's probably at line at H E B right now, buying up all the food and toilet paper and everything else. Probably. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I still have my son's socks when they were babies. <laughs> Told my wife we're not getting rid of these. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, nobody has a Sears catalog anymore. No. So, yeah. no. <laughs> no. Nope. Probably not gonna find any. Propane anywhere, buy anything if you need propane. No, crazy times, man. Everybody's got uh, last February on their mind with the snowbid and all that. So, what's not supposed to be as bad this year is what they're saying. So, yeah, that's what we hear. So, (laughs) well, it's been a you know, it's the spring, we're about a month into the second semester at school here, which means spring sports are in full swing. And you guys started baseball what last week, two weeks ago? No, last Friday, Friday, the 20, what was it, 24? First, I believe. Okay. Or 
20th century, something like that. Yeah. So, remember the so y'all, y'all have had several practices under your belt, but yes. now we're approaching scrimmage time, and yes. that's supposed to be this weekend, weather, yep. weather permitting, huh? And right now, it's been one of those, um, you know, early on, we, we obviously, it's nothing but fundamentals, arm strength, building up their arms, getting ready to to um, throw live uh, off the mound and stuff. So, so it's just about developing them to get them ready for this first scrimmage, um, keeping things very simple. Um, we've, we have been scrimmaging, inter-squatting a lot, not with pitchers, but with those coaches throwing just so that they get feel of the game again. And uh, we've been very pleased at, at the kids' effort, the kids' energy. It's, it's, been, it's been fun to coach again, um, um, uh, you know, being so cold and stuff. I mean, it's always fun, but it's, for some reason this, this group has been uh, very receptive of what we're trying to teach them this year, and, and, and uh, we, we feel like it's going to be a, a fun and a, and a good year. Now, you've got a lot of kids coming back from last year. Last year, super young baseball team. Right. So a lot of those same guys are coming back, and most of those you've got out there with you already, right? We do. We just we're missing pretty much our outfield right now. They're still in basketball, but gotcha. but it gives us a chance to look at some younger kids and and also some kids that were on the JV last year that that are trying to prove themselves. So I said, hey, here's your chance. Here's your opportunity. You know, so they're yeah, they're making sure. the most of it for sure. Absolutely. Yep, coach. Definitely think that uh, been doing a pretty good job about getting those guys playing in the summer more so in recent years than in the past. Just for experience for myself, I don't think I played a single second of summer league baseball when I played in high school. And I'm not just bragging, that's terrible. But I feel like now, especially the last five, six, seven years, it's it's like openly available. Like when we get done with school, we're here. Be here. And and I think pretty much your entire baseball team shows up in the summer pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it's pretty and, and <clears throat> I gotta get credit to 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 Jack Zimmerly, um, he's done. He's he's been involved with youth sports, and 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 he loves the kids of, of Divine, and so he gives up his time, which doesn't even have a kid anymore. Right. He started doing it when Jack was playing, but now he still he continues to do it, and he's got Grady White that helps him, and he's got some other community members um, that don't even have kids that are playing, uh, like Mr. Runyon. You know, he helps our pitchers out and stuff, and so Jacob goes out there and helps him out some. So. It's a it's a pretty unique deal that that uh, a lot of uh, the programs around us they're like man you guys are always like, well I've got I've got a, a community member that really really devotes his time to our program and yeah. uh, and he does a good job with them yeah so I mean it's, it's nice because you coach you you know you're talking about young team so getting all the all that time out there playing. It's huge, right? Because it's just a lot of the young dudes just getting more time. It's just getting seeing more pitches. You know, you go from seeing 65, 70 mile an hour being fast, all of a sudden you get guys that are throwing, you know, 82 to 85, 87 miles an hour. And that, you know, guys throw much harder than that even. But to those dudes, they're, God, they're throwing it so hard. Or, oh, yeah. or a curveball that actually breaks. And you're like, dude, that's that's just natural. That's just what it looks like up here. And they're, they're you know, they're wide-eyed. But, you know, I got to help them. You know, and we didn't even even talk about the season or the record because we're like it don't matter because all of y'all are little boys turning into young men. So they were like they they took that challenge because everybody knows Jack doesn't really coach no sissies or anything like that, right? So <laughs> yeah. you don't really have a choice. You gotta you gotta get with it. And so and they did pretty good. I thought they did pretty good. They were they they were hungry. Yeah, the boys were the boys were like you know we we got a lot to prove because we're better we're better than that. So you know I'm pretty excited for the season actually. 
I'm, I'm actually really excited because those those guys turned it around a little bit. Some dudes that I thought kind of struggled in some areas, they they really fought to get better in those specific spots. So I saw a lot of kids that struggled at the plate when they're in the regular season this summer get down in the count and and drive in a couple runs. And those those are that's confident booster. Most baseball is confidence, you know. It's the only sport I know where you could suck. 70% of the time, and it'd be considered really good, right? Pretty good, yeah. So once you get kids to buy into that, it's kind of like the Tiger Woods method, you know? You'd be pissed off when you do bad. That's fine, but you you got, you got to give it, like he says, I call it a 10-step 10 10 step deal. I walk 10 steps, and I forget about that bad shot, and I'm already thinking about the next shot. Yeah. So, you know, you just got to do that, and I think I think they're going to do a lot better with that because you're going to have not freshmen and sophomores, but juniors and seniors. Yeah, that's that's where I wanted to go. Yeah, you know, like we were talking about young last year, a little more experience. That year of experience is going to be huge going forward. Uh, you've got like, what about pitching wise? You got a lot of kids coming back, and we do. Um, <clears throat> actually, this year we've got just today. I did twelve bullpens. Oh wow, twelve! And so we had to start them during the period. I have a couple of kids that that so we started them. Uh, we, we we knocked four of them out during the period, and we knocked eight of them out this afternoon. So, and and I'll be honest with you. I mean, we don't have any flamethrowers. We don't have anybody that that is considered a collegiate type guy. But we've got some competitors, yeah. and uh, you know, as long as you have that on the mound, you're going to give yourself a chance. And that's that's what we've been preaching. You know, throw yeah. it in there, play good defense. Yeah. And we've been, like I said, we start with fundamentals and. And uh, defensively, and, and our kids have really been real receptive. And I think a lot of it has to do, like like Jacob said earlier, <clears throat> playing in the summer, getting that experience during the season last year, there's a lot of retention. You yeah. know, we, we, yeah. sure. we go over something, you know, one time, and, it, and it's like, it, it, you know, just like we picked up at the end of the year last year, you know, it, it's been it's been very, very, like I said, it's been a fun year so far for yeah. us coaching. That's awesome. That's yeah. good. So – UIL realignment day tomorrow. Just mentioned that just because it's on everybody's mind right. here. But it's different, like different sports or different districts. Baseball is one of those that's a little bit different than, you know, it doesn't match up with what football did. Right. It doesn't match up with what basketball does. Y'all are kind of in your own district. And just talk a little bit about your district and, you know, who you've got in that district and, and kind of how y'all have that structure. Right. Well, right now we've, it's just only a four-team district this year. With, with, with last realignment, with it's, it's us, Hondo, Pleasanton, and uh, Somerset. Okay. But I have a feeling that it's going to – I just – I know for a fact it's going to change for this next realignment. We won't know till I guess, March or something like that. Right. But with uh, so many schools that have dropped – Around the area, plus even down in the coastal bend area, there's a couple that have come up from 3A to 4A. Uh-huh. So with that being said, I I know for a fact that our district's not going to be the same as it was this year. We'll have more right. in our district. Who those guys are, I have no idea. I don't know. Right. You right. know, it'll be interesting because we also lost Crystal City from this area. And we also, we're also losing Hondo. Going 3A. Right. right. So, so it'll be interesting to see what, you know, who they'll put in our district. I know there's two schools in San Antonio that, that dropped down with um, San Antonio Kennedy, and I believe it's Memorial. I think so, yeah. They dropped down to, th- to 4A. Floresville dropped down to 4A. So okay. it'll be interesting to see where they put those. Right, right. You know. And then, of course, that's for next year. We still right. have this year going on. So, you know, that's always – I always think that's interesting. Like, for me, for basketball, 
we get the realignment stuff right at the end of district going in the playoffs. So we're trying to set schedules for next for year, next, right. but I'm also sitting there going, well, I got to plan for X, Y, and Z opponents going forward. And it's always a hectic time of the year. Yeah. I'm guessing the same things kind of involved oh, with yeah, you guys for same. baseball. I mean, there's, there's some teams that we're playing right now, non-district that could be next year. We're more likely probably going to have to, you know, change our schedule, pick up new opponents because of that. I'm pretty sure they're going right. to be coming into our district. And, <clears throat> the beauty about this realignment is there's only four teams in our district, so we're all guaranteed a playoffs. Yeah, I was going to say know. earlier, congrats on the playoffs, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, it was it was pretty interesting. Whenever the the realignment came out last uh, last year, um, or this last time, and uh, I had so many of my buddies that were texting me, "Hey, congratulations, man! You <laughs> yeah. have your playoff shirts yeah. ordered already." <laughs> yeah. yeah, quiz yeah. got. Quiz got me last year because Brooks Academy didn't play basketball, didn't field a girls basketball right. team. And when he sent the email, he attached, you know, another, he sent one right after, and he's like, oh, and by the way, congrats on the playoffs. Yeah, I, like, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. No, well, hey, so, what this year. We can't control that. That's no, UIO. No, mean, we, no. It is what it is, and we'll take it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we had to work a little bit harder this year to get in the playoffs. Right. We had to win a couple of games, yep. but, but we were able to, to make that happen, so. Yeah. yeah, y'all did. Last night was wild. I tell you what, that that was a that was a a crazy game last night. We were able to clinch the district championship uh, in girls basketball by winning at Somerset. Congratulations! Thank you. The Thank atmosphere you. was nuts. Yeah, Somerset. Uh, kudos to the Somerset, their administration. They had pizza for the kids. They had a huge student section. They were in the game. They were rowdy. Um, and the way the way things worked out, their boys played here in Divine while we played in Somerset. Well, they got to play five, five, and six thirty with their sub varsity. So the varsity games at six thirty, we all played in one gym. So we played five, six thirty, seven forty five ish. Well, everybody left to the boys game and drove back to Somerset twenty miles away, and then they got there for our game. That's awesome. And uh, it was a great atmosphere. We had a great crowd. We yeah. had kids do the same thing. Right. Yep. And, uh, you know, we played late enough, too, that kids could get out of baseball, yeah, get, get out there. of their right. sports, you know, and get there. And uh, we, we got down early. We never led until there was zero zero point one left on the clock. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I mean, That's when it counts. <laughs> you know. I mean, and, I can't, you, can't, you can't draw it up any better. What, just knock down three, steal, jumper. I mean, yeah. oh, my goodness. It, it was pretty crazy because during that game we were down – I was, I was telling Coach Bia a second ago, we were down seven points with less than 30 seconds left in the game. I think 23 seconds left in the game. And we come down, we hit a three-pointer, call timeout, get a steal on the inbounds, hit a three-pointer. No more timeouts. The clock continues to run. Get another steal, scramble around, miss a couple of shots, and get a putback. And they back. got down, too. They, I mean, they jumped. They got on the ground. So, whatever, oh, yeah. whatever yeah, you've been was, doing in practice, man, kudos yeah, to you. Yeah, we, we've had a couple of interesting practices where it got a little physical. Yep. but Bring out the mats. It, we're de- teaching de- wrestling. De- yep. Definitely paid off last night. So, big win for, for our girls. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to take away from Coach Bia's time here yeah. with baseball. But, yeah. Oh, it's all yeah, good, no, man. Was, this, is, this is – we talked about this earlier, the beauty about Divine and, yeah. and how we have to share, share kids, kids and how the kids come together for each other here, and, and, and it's a special place for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we, we've talked about this before, Uncle Joseph and I and a lot of the coaches, you know, we, we all believe in the same thing. You know, winning at, at one sport can lead to winning in another sport. Absolutely. You know? Definitely. Momentum, yeah. man. Yeah. 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 So. And not only that, I think, I think you know, 
I know that there's some trash talking going that that goes on between the girls and the boys. So it kind of <laughs> give it it, it 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 keeps that competitive spirit. You know that yeah. drive is hey, you know the girls did this or the boys did this. We got it. So it 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 works to our favor. That's for sure. Yeah. You know when you yeah. can have a program where girls are pushing boys and vice versa, and it means something to you. That's pretty good. Yep, yeah, for pretty sure. Because I I mean I've seen times where you know one one side of the athletic program is you know, a little bit more dominant than the other. So, that, you know, you don't really kind of yep. – it's not really a lot of, you know, team spirit, but it's, it ain't been like that in Divine for a while up at high school. And then they kind of – they rally. Well, and I think Divine, the community, you know, they expect us to be competitive in whatever maybe, we do. If, it, if it's, you know, baseball, girls basketball, tiddlywinks, whatever it is, yep. they want kids to go compete. The community yep. – that's kind of ingrained in the divine kid. Absolutely. That you're going to get out there and compete. You know, it didn't matter sophomores, freshmen, sophomores last year. You know, you still had, you probably still had some of the people in the Ramirez line that were like, hey, you don't win, you're sleeping in the car, man. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> and I, I have, I've got two of them now. I've got two of them this year. So uh, <laughs> they're already talking about this scrimmage. It's just a scrimmage, but there's a Ramirez kid that, that plays from Nina Valley and they're, you know, they're already talking about that, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and I was like, guys, it's a scrimmage. <laughs> yeah. We're just yeah. trying to get better. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But it's 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 good. It's it's uh, <clears throat> it's competitive spirit, man. That's what yeah. it's about. Now, I don't I don't ever get to get out to many scrimmages because, you know, we're always busy with basketball. And I know it's, it's a starting point. It's right. to see what you can see. But you were saying you threw 12 bullpens today. Right. So I'm guessing – a lot of these scrimmages, you're getting a couple of innings for your pitchers and kind of rotating through, right. see what well, you got. Because of the pitch count, we still have to, we're still guarded by the pitch count even in scrimmages. So uh, when this pitch count first came out a couple of years ago, we were scrimmaging Antonian, and they had like 15 pitchers. Uh-huh. And he said, Coach, I want to go um, with his guys. He wanted to go 30 pitches at once. I got you. And then there were, he was going to pull them. Uh-huh. And I said, Coach, I don't have that in the mind. Right. I said, I'll go 15, and then we'll switch. And then, you know, my guys go 15 each interval, and then your guys can go 30. Right. And, um, and it was the first time that we did it, and it worked out really well because at this point we're not trying to get guys to work out of jams. You know, that's later on. Right. That's more the you know, the the, the – the, fourth and fifth scrimmage right right so um it, it, it you know i didn't know how it was gonna go so since that that point we've been doing that our first two scrimmages we have it scripted where each kid is gonna throw 15 pitches and, then, and then either i can throw them out there again for another 15 or or whatever but they're not out there struggling or laboring to get right. out of a jam you know right. so there's no you don't have to worry about hey, this my kid might throw forty right. pitches, right? And especially with, with the pitch count where you you have so many days rest before you can pitch again, we know we're going to keep him under the 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 limit so that he can they can throw again, right? Another fifteen or thirty, you know, not yeah. not going overboard. So, um, and and you're right that this this is about getting the kids comfortable throwing against you know against a, an opponent number one that's trying to knock the cover off the ball right. so you got to be competitive but you're still trying to, to to find location and work on your off-speed stuff and and keep the counts down because our goal like going into the scrimmage is guys we want to get three outs and 15 pitches right and that gotcha. that's how we're scoring the scrimmage we're not even keeping score I mean we are keeping score but we're right. not our a win for us is getting out of the just out of the 15, you know, getting three outs and those 15 pitches. Right. Yeah, hitting goals. You know, whether they score a run or they don't. Right. 
if we can get out and you know, fifteen pitches and have three outs, we're good. So that's that, and the kids know that. So it's it's worked out for us the past you know however many years, four or five years, whatever it's been. I was gonna say, don't tell me you don't keep score because you know there's a parent in the stands. Oh, they, yeah. they're gonna know they're gonna know what that score is. Trust there. me, we've got we've been to some places where where we got parents in the stands keeping. Uh, their county pitches when their sons are. Not, it doesn't happen in Dubai, but it happens to other places. Like, and they'll be yelling, "Coach, he's already at forty-seven or whatever." Yeah. You know, so it's it's crazy. It's so crazy. How do you think pitch count affected high school baseball? <clears throat> you know, we've talked about that with several several coaches. You know, I'm I'm on the I'm a director for the association, so we talk a lot about this, and it seems like coaches that are baseball that that are that it really wasn't a problem because we always protected our pitchers when it comes to to except joseph but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was about to, but, <clears throat> but but everybody else you know we always kept them on a pitch count you yeah. know we, we we knew what their limit was and right. and so so it I was, wasn't i was a two innings max right so <laughs> yeah. so it was one i mean it, it really hasn't changed much now there's just parameters but but as far right. as as far as uh you know, we always had him on a, uh, especially early on for us. You know, we always had him on a pitch count. Jacob can attest to this. We even with Joseph early on, we wouldn't let him go as long, even though he wanted to. Sometimes he wanted to fight me and stuff. But, <laughs> but um, no, it, it it really didn't affect us a whole lot. No, um, yeah, no. Uh, but you know, just to give give you a little backup on Joseph, like wasn't like he was throwing him out there for 140 pitches a game or anything to where it was like. He was tore up afterwards and, yeah. and was just athletically different. It was like if he went out there and threw 100 pitches in the game on a Tuesday, by Friday he was throwing just as hard, if not harder, yeah. and you know, and played and probably was pitching better Friday yeah. than he did Tuesday. You yeah. know, well, so, we always took care of him. You know, yeah. he, he, well, he was icing he threw, and then and then we wouldn't let him pick up a ball Wednesday, Thursday. No. Well, yeah, half the time he was at golf or doing something yeah, like that. That, that also <laughs> helped him. Yes, yeah. yes. And yeah. I think, like, when he, when he went through, when he played golf, it was just kind of the stress relief. Like, oh, yeah. You know, kind of, I'm still going to go compete, but right. I'm going to compete a different way. And, and he'd go get first or second. Yeah. Always place in yeah. the top three. And, yeah, uh, you know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one of those guys. He's, yeah. You loved him as a as a coach, but if like you were competing against oh, him, yeah. you hated that guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Especially funny. if you were an athlete and you ask him, So what do you do to be so good? And he would tell you absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I kill myself to lose? That's great. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time when I was coaching golf, we took Joseph and uh Sambo Ramirez <laughs> and somebody else, another football slash baseballer. I just wanted to go play right. golf one day, and, and uh, Schmitty said, "Hey, you're taking him to comfort." And I was like, "Okay, I'll take." Sam showed up with a baseball bat in his golf bag, oh, and we're like, "Dude, you can't you use can't. that." He's like, "Nah, there's turtles or something, man." I'm like, <laughs> I was like, "You don't need to hit the turtles, man." And then uh, so we we started. You know, he came in, and we're like, "Sambo, how to go?" I think this might be my last golf tournament, Coach. I was like, All right. He's like, man, but those golf balls go a long way when you hit them with the baseball bat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's funny. So, well, Sam was a guy that we we didn't even really – we tried to coach him with good technique whenever – he ended up being our shortstop his senior year because we just didn't have anybody, but but he was fearless. He didn't care. Yeah, you right. know? And, yeah. and he feels – you know, some of the coaches are like, Coach, you, you teach, you're still teaching that drop – Drop the knee when you're feeling your ground ball is short. And I was like, no, Coach, we don't no. care. He just gets it done. Yeah, yeah. We don't care yeah. what he looks like yeah. as long as he gets the out. You know, so no, we don't not we do not coach that. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah, that that's one of those like for us basketball. It's like 
by the time someone becomes a junior or senior, we're not going to mess with their shot a whole right. lot. Exactly. You know, if it looks like Larry Bird from you know behind their head and, right. it, and it goes in, hey, that's 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 it. We're rolling with it. Oh yeah, no, we were fortunate that one year we had Marty Lawler, that helped us out, and uh, I told Marty, Marty, Sambo's your that's your project, cause that's your guy. <laughs> so Marty's the only one that really coached him when it came to hitting, cause he was so unorthodox. But I said I don't care. Yeah. I said I don't know he's got good hand hand eye coordination. He can put the ball in play and. And right. he did. I mean, he looked. He didn't look very good, but he he. Yeah, drop it. Drop the back foot out of the box. And it wasn't terrible batting average. You can go max preps that on Google if you want to. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that bad. Yeah. No, nope. no. Look, look like Jose Altuve out there just oh, yeah. swinging at anything. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. He. I I'll never forget one time he hit one that was above his head and he like swung down on the ball. <laughs> yeah. And he freaking and he rips a trip one. I was like, oh well. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. His, yeah. his favorite drill was hey. This is hit and run, man. Wherever it's at, you got to hit it. Exactly. I got you, coach. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Oh, and he would. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he'd give you that look like when I mean, you can't say anything. Nope. <laughs> can't say anything. Hey, I got hit a triple. Yeah, I mean, I did it. Which, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So, um, you got a, supposedly a scrimmage on Saturday, coach. How does a, how does a scrimmage look like in a, in uh, for baseball? How does the format, you know, is it just innings? Y'all go no, we're going to do this. Like, the we just pitch talked count. about our pitch. Yeah, I, I, I introduced and, the – the idea to Coach Herb, who's the head baseball coach at, at Minion Valley, yeah. and when I introduced, I said, we're going to your place, we'll do what you want, but this is what we've done yeah. with our first two scrimmages, and when I when I explained how we do it, he, he was all for it. He's like, man, I've got nine guys that I want to throw, that'll be perfect, I want them right around 15 to 20 pitches, because we don't just cut it off at 15, if he's in the middle of a... Open that bat, and you know it's it's a one-one count, and he hits 15, we continue the yeah. batter, you know, yeah. and so... He's like, man, this is great. I've never heard about this. Uh, let's do it. So that's that's going to be the format. Okay, you know? so so if I'm on the mound, I'm pitching, and you know your your goal is three three outs and fifth. Okay, so let's say I walk the first two, all right, runners at first and second. I get to my limit. So inning continues. You just bring in your next guy. No, to throw or we that's swap it. sides. That's it. Okay, that's okay. it. We swap sides, and that's the frustrating part because I and I and I explained to him. I said, you're probably going to have, yes, you could have bases loaded, no outs. Right. And your four hole up. Yeah. And yep. he gets walked. Well, you only get one run. You yeah. know, and then we yeah. switch. And he's, no, that's, you know, and I said, but this is not about, we're not trying to win a game here. We're trying to develop and prepare them for the games that do count. Right. You know, so yeah. he was, he was, he was, I mean, like I said, he's, this is the first time he's ever done it, but he's excited about it. So, yeah, I, you know. I, I see the, I see the, I, I see the reasoning. I think that's great for your pitchers. Does it short your defensive? Like you know, do your guys get enough balls put in play and stuff? Or? No, they do because because like, and the one thing I told I told Bob is, you got to get tell your your and your kids know. Hey, you only get 15 pitches, so don't don't. I mean, you see a strike, hit a strike. Yeah, don't yeah. don't be up there. Be I said, yeah, you want to be selective and stuff, but 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 be aggressive. And this is what you want to see from your kids early in the year is you want to see what they can do. Right. You know, sure. And sure. You know, a walks, you know, like they say, a walks as good as a hit. Yeah. You're absolutely right. But this is a scrimmage. Right. You know, we want to see you swing it, you know, yeah. don't swing at bad pitches, but be aggressive up there in the strike zone. Well, like you said too, um, earlier that it gives some guys a chance to show what they can do before other players from other sports get there that already kind of, you know, proven themselves yep. in their positions. So, I mean, you, these kids got to – it's like right now, let's see what you got. Yep. Uh, the opportunity to get out there and just compete for that spot and what you want to see. Yep. So, yeah, I like that. I, I've never heard of it going that way, especially in the high school scrimmage. Right. But, you know, thinking back to football, the Central Catholic scrimmage was 
a different format, but I think that was very beneficial oh, be, as well. We were kind of nervous. I'm not going to lie. I know I was as a defensive coordinator. I said, man, we're going to do seven on seven with these guys that throw the ball all over the place. Yeah. But it, we actually competed well, and, and the kids really had to, you know, when we were doing the seven on seven part, um, they, they had to, you know, they knew what their reads were. So now it was really, we could really, really coach them up because it was just passing. Right. You know, same thing with, with Coach Rotram or Coach Gomez when they were with the linemen down there. Right. One on ones. It was one on ones, or it was even like our four down linemen versus, and there was pass, it was pass rushing. Right. You know, they had different, different types of, of situations. Yeah. So, so it, 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 I mean, it, it worked out well for us. And then our, the situational stuff that we did, right. you know, goal line first and then, right. You know, inside and then red, red zone, zone, and then you know from your twenty, you know, and, and then if you got a first down, you brought it back. It wasn't like you kept, so it wasn't like you know, it was it was there was a lot of coaching. We I think we benefited so much from those situations that we were putting those, those kids in right off, you know, the right. right off the start from that first scrimmage. You know, instead well, of just being a just a normal format, you know, that we got in some good situations for these guys to get prepared for. Yeah, well, like going back to the football scrimmage, you know, in a normal scrimmage, you might not do any goal line. No. You know, someone scores from, you exactly. know, outside the 20 or whatever every, every time or, or whatever big play. So, yep. you know you're going to get to work on that. I, I, I really like that idea yep. a lot too. So, And I think I think we've got Central – I think we have them for the first scrimmage again. I okay. think that's what we're going to end up doing is, again this next, you know, this next year. Gotcha. Cool. That's good. Um, how many pitchers – how many pitchers do you usually roll with on varsity coach? Like year three, four? Deep? Man, it, it, it varies from year to year, Jake. Um, there's years where, you know, we go into tournament season. I got to bring up JV pitchers yeah. just so that I can go compete in a varsity tournament. And then there's years like this year. Um, we've got so many kids that can that can pitch or that have the capabilities of pitching where I don't think we're going to have to do that. You know, That's with, good. you know, and, and, and like I said, I've had – Years where I have 18 guys on varsity, and I've had like this year, we'll, we'll probably be around 12 guys, yeah. you yeah. know. But but it just it just it just depends from year to year and who who we've developed, who we haven't, you know, and, and how many kids have developed, you know. So yeah. So um, like right now, I mean, we we actually have probably about 13 guys from varsity and JV kids combined that can that can have the ability to pitch. Okay. We well, haven't had that in a while. Yeah, it's, it's been a long good. time since we got that. You got any knuckleballers on the staff? <laughs> no, no, no. We have kids that think they can throw the knuckleball, but no. no, no. I mean, no. definitely got some uh, slider curveball kids for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like I said, Mister Runny's done a good job with, with, and I think that's his pitch is a slider, and he's been working with with those kids on 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 that pitch, and and so a couple of them can break it, man. A couple of them can yeah. can break it in there yeah. pretty good if they're on and can throw that pitch for a strike. Pretty deadly. I was uh I was scrolling through Facebook the other day and you know because I'm old I'm on Facebook you know, I'm not on like the TikTok stuff, but uh, they had one of those videos the reels and it was uh, a professional pitcher I think you Darvish, and it was the the catcher's perspective of his slider, and like the first time I watch it I'm like dude I could I could groove that that's right down the pipe I could groove and then all of a sudden it like just disappears <laughs> off the table I'm like. Okay, yeah, I would yeah. look like a complete idiot oh, up yeah. there trying to hit yeah. that. You know? Throwing at 88 miles an hour. Yeah, no. No, I think it was like more like 94, yeah. 96 no. or Slider. something. Yeah. That's yeah. a different animal. Like, like um, I mean, when I was I was fortunate enough to coach an all-star game so in 2016, and there was a kid that was going to get drafted in the first round, but he ended up going to Tech. And uh, his name was John McMillan. Anyway, this kid was 94, 97. 
Wow. So the day before the game, we had them do a bullpen. We had one practice with them, and I said, I'm going to stand in the box just to <laughs> yeah. see what – and I'm, it's it's – it's wow, you know, yeah. That's all I can say. Like it's a, it's it's not, it's a different sound. It yeah. like buzzes. Yeah, like that's what it's. I was like, it didn't go. It was no. It was. I was like, wow. What, what was the What was the story with when the guy called Nolan Ryan or? It's like hey, was that a strike? I don't know. It sounded like it. Sounded like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, it was. Yeah. It, it, yeah, when 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 they're throwing that hard, it's a different animal, man. It's a. Sure, and how do those guys make it look like now? Now, like the average righty throws ninety five plus, yeah, crazy. And they make it look like those guys hit hit home runs that you know leave the stadium and stuff. And like, yeah, they look like they track it the entire way. Like you never saw that. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's amazing how good some of these well, those, athletes are. You know, a lot of those guys, though, from what I've like, you know, watching videos and interviews with those guys, they 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 watched film on on pitchers and so they, they read they read their arm slots and so they start reading tracking slots we're okay well when he releases here it's it's usually gonna be inside outside so I just gotta see releases and go. Yeah the technology is just amazing oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, that professional sports use now and it's trickling down to us too. Yes. Yeah. Well it's just like you know they say Barry Bonds with the steroid era or whatever, right? And mm-hmm. they, you know it is what it is, but I don't care what you say, I don't care how many steroids you take. Yes, when the ball comes off your bat, it's going to go a long way. But yeah. you still have to see it. You still have to put the swing. You still yeah. got to put yeah. the barrel on it. Yeah. And the thing about Barry Bonds is that they, they interviewed him. I saw an interview where this is before all the scandals came out. But he was so good because he could see the grip. Like, he, that's how detailed it. he could see the grip of what the pitcher w- had. So he knew what was coming. You know, they said, honey, yeah. seven. Well, I mean, he was just uh, – that's how spot on that some of these guys are. You it's know, crazy. when you can see a grip, I, it was like, wow, we, we teach our kids to see spin, but right. we don't teach them to see right. a grip. You, you see know? hands. Yeah, well, that's why we watch those guys on TV. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly right. Yeah. That's why we're not out there doing if that I was reading, no. If I was reading grips, you know, I'd, you know, you know yeah. I might be no. over there myself. Well, no. you know, you were talking earlier about your young kids, you know, and the terminology and stuff. I remember, like, showing up freshman year, playing on the big field, and it's like, Hey Blue, can you move over a little bit? That's where I bounce it when I throw it to second base. You know, if I'm catching, like I can't, I can't quite get it there yet. You know, uh, stuff. So it's an adjustment for oh, the absolutely. kids coming up and the first time on the big field. But like this past year, y'all were able to do middle school baseball. Yeah, and talk about that and how that's you know, it, I'm, I'm sure that's going to be a benefit for your program. Oh, absolutely. And we were kind of skeptical about doing doing the middle school baseball and how our format because there's a lot of schools that do have a seventh and eighth grade team, but but most of those programs have a little league field or they have another diamond where they can go practice two teams. You know, we don't. We have one, so we don't want to be out there till midnight practicing four teams or or that would have been five teams if we would have seventh and eighth grade. But so we we had tryouts. We picked 16 of – we had 7th and 8th grade combined. Mm-hmm. Um, and we so we – and it wasn't just a one-day trial. I think it was three-day trial. So it okay. wasn't just like like one day and no we, we, we And it wasn't even a true trial. We just practiced. Right. We had a normal – no different than what we did at the high school level. And we did our – every day we'd evaluate. We'd evaluate. Coaches would sit back and and uh, we'd talk about kids. And then we finally made the, the, the cut to 16 – and then we started playing, and man, these 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 kids. Um, what I like is that they understand our because everybody's terminology is different, right? So um, that's what I like is they 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 got to learn our terminology, our bunk coverages, our first and third coverages, how we practice, um, 
you know, what fundamentals we really harp on because everybody's a little bit different. And, uh, you know, especially when it comes to hitting, you know, everybody says things differently, right? Right. And so we see a lot of retention from the freshmen that we have that played last year. Okay. You know, that that's what we see. Like, mm-hmm. we see a huge difference from previous years when we didn't have those guys. Right. You know, so, and, and a lot of them are doing well. Like, they're catching our attention right now. So yeah. it's 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 definitely it's definitely benefited us and no. it's going to continue to be- to benefit us. Yeah. So a little less teaching at this part of the season yes. getting more in, into Absolutely. reps yep. and things like that. So yeah, I I think that I think that was an awesome yep. move to implement that in yep. baseball and softball yep. last year and I think that's going to pay dividends and like you know like you said some of those kids have already caught your attention. I know a couple of of the freshman girls have already like moved on to softball and I mean, they're they're fixing to go and probably going to have a chance to compete for some starting spots. Yep. So, you know, that, that's pretty cool. Yep, absolutely. So, kind of take it for granted being basketball. We've always had middle school basketball, right. you know, oh, growing yeah. up yeah. and stuff like that. So, that's what I was thinking. I was talking about that with my dad not too long ago. We're just saying, man, you know, we we already do everything else. So, I mean, yeah. you know, besides soccer, because you know, down in the junior high, I wouldn't believe how many kids play soccer on the weekends or something. They're like, man, how come we don't have a soccer program? You know, I've I've heard that from some people, and man, I, I think it's just got to be tough to be enrollment of five hundred and fifty well, in, no. in a high school. I've to talked be able about to, it with Coach Quiz. Yeah, it, it, it would be. It's just really hard. It's and you really know, hard. like like Hondo, they they started soccer this year, mm-hmm. and they just dropped down to three A. Yep. You yeah. know, for the next realignment. So, and I, I don't. I'm sure they get elevated for right. soccer or whatever. Well, there's a couple of three A programs that do have soccer, but yeah. but uh, talking to some of the guys from there and it seems like they're competing pretty good like they're, they're the stands are starting to fill up now and wow, that's cool. and uh um i think they're they might even be in undefeated in the district right now wow yeah so cool. so it's it's crazy it's i don't crazy. i don't understand soccer because you, you like you can't fast break to put it in basketball terms right like you can't just beat your guy snow down bird. the field and then no, no. you know yeah you got to be even with them until no. they you know it's yeah. kind of like that doesn't make it's cool. well not just snowbird but i mean you know like right if, if I'm smart enough to anticipate and beat my guy down the field, yeah, or you know, or down well, the court, we did that in DYS or DYSA as they used to be called when I played. Because playing with Joseph, we we're the fastest kids on the field, so we'd get a steal and then just see ya. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's but I, you know, I learned soccer in college. Uh, I took it for a class for co- uh, theories of coaching. It was it was like a three part uh, subject. It was soccer, softball, and track. Nice. That's kind of random for me personally, yeah. right? But, I mean, I, the other ones, you know, like football and, and, and baseball and, and basketball were all, like, they were in the fall and I already, you know, it was, it was spring stuff. So, yeah. learned soccer and it was drastically different than yeah. what I learned when I was a kid. Hey, Coach Villa, you're a UTSA alum, as yes, am sir. I, and Uncle Joseph. You went through the kinesiology program there? I did. What was your, when you had to do your big uh, teach where you have to do the, you know, the sport or the activity right. and all that. What did you get? Mine was long-handled implements. <laughs> okay. That's a that's a change-up. We didn't have that one on the board back yep. in my day. Yep, that's what it – So, so your, your, name was, your name was picked then, a little bit later in the, right, in the class, right. huh? You, you didn't get one of the first picks? No, so <laughs> – but it was right up my alley because yeah. a baseball bat. Yeah. So gotcha. I did a – I did a, a, a lesson where every we had stations and every station was a different professional baseball player. Like we had the 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 uh, Jeff Bagwell, um, okay. um, 
way of hitting. Then we had the Sammy Sosa way of hitting. Then we had the King Griffey, you know, so they had to emulate those swings. I got you. You know, and it was just with wiffle balls in the gym. You know that I can't even remember the name of the, of the where they had the two gyms. Yeah, the, 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 just the PE building the back P- in the yes, day. Yeah. A, yes, yes. So that we're in one of those gyms, and so so that's what we did. And and uh, and uh, anyway, it was it was with Virginia Trummer. Uh-huh. She was the one that was uh, instructing the cat the the course. She was like, "Oh my God, George! I don't know why you got. I already know what you're doing. Like she already knew, <laughs> you know, that I was going to yeah. do something with baseball. So yeah. so it was it was good." Yeah. It was good. That was one of the, 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 the funnest classes that I had. And then also the, actually the rhythm and dance class was good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that was. So rhhythm and dance class, at least when I went through, there were actually more dudes in that class than oh. there were girls. Oh. Right. Yeah. So, so it was, you know, it was fine. So, you know, you'd line up and, you know, there'd be like 10 more guys than girls. Well, there were these three girls that were on the track team that were very attractive. And so all the guys would try to figure out where they're going to be in line and try to match up where they could dance with them. Well, those three girls figured it out. And so they'd always be the last three girls in line. So if you wanted to take your chances to see if you could be, there was also a chance you'd be like one or two people out and you'd end up having to dance with another dude, (laughs) you know? So they would just laugh about it and everything else. So it it was fun, but that that was a fun class back in the day. I was fortunate that there was only like four boys Oh, okay. And uh, there were like 15 girls because it wasn't a big class, but it was, it was, uh, I was very fortunate enough to not ever have to dance with the guy, <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah. but no, that was, that was, uh, I remember one of my biology classes, I failed my lab because we had to dissect the fish and I filleted it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing? I said, well, I said, look, you can see. Yeah, you, you can, had the, yeah, the way, the way I was supposed to dissect, I didn't do it right, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fillet it. And I flipped it over. You can see the heart. You can see, you see everything. But because I did it wrong, I said, nope, we don't fillet here. Like, you had oh. the Bunsen burner going oh, over yeah, there, <laughs> frying it up or uh, yeah. cooking it. Yeah. I told her, I, I said, man, I want to make some ceviche when we're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that um, I, I think I've told this story before, but my, my class that I had to teach was square dancing. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was one of the very last people picked and actually went in. And mom was, of course, you know, coaching here in Divine and, She's like, I think I got some records from back when I used to teach it in PE. And so I found some old records and uh, had some different stuff. So I went up there, put it on cassette, and I was able to do it. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But like you said, it was a fun class because you taught your big lesson, and that was the stress of everything. Right. Once you taught, then you just played every day. Yeah. yeah so it was like did, you were yeah. going to PE class every yep. day. Yep. So. You just did whatever the, the whatever you know yeah. lesson that they had. There was yeah, it was but it was. We did not have long handled implements. Yeah, <laughs> things had changed. Yeah. Well, yeah. when you said it was right up your alley, I thought maybe weed eater or something <laughs> like that. Well, <laughs> I at that at that point we hadn't my life hadn't been you know where where I was such a great mower of grass. <laughs> so, but that's good. Hey, so speaking yeah, of, of glad, that, glad what, Poppy mows the grass. Too. Yeah. What. They have rye on the baseball field like right now. Yes, is that, is that what comes up? Yes, green. It's not like my yard out here that's no, brown as can no, be. No, it's yeah. rye. Yeah, matter yeah. of fact, we had to we had to seed it again uh, last Friday uh, because it didn't. We thought it took well, but when we started mowing it, there were some there were some spots that 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 for whatever reason didn't take as good. So we had to reseed it. So we had to move like uh, Monday scrimmage was supposed to be here versus Lido, but we had to move it. Too lightle, yeah. yeah. A so long travel, long, lots of travel long, there, buddy. Yeah, that sucks, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh god, yeah. So, That's so horrible. Yeah. So, well, I tell you what, man, the, the fields always look great. Yep. You know, y'all do a great job out there, 
um, you know, to maintain them. And I was always fortunate back in my softball days because, I mean, that softball field's what, about a third the size of the baseball oh, yeah. field and yeah. all. So it was always kind of like. Well, you know, we, we make it a point, and Jacob can attest to this, that we, we want our kids to take pride in their field. And so everybody's got a job to do after every practice, after every game. And yeah. then this year, we were fortunate enough to get our mound turfed. Oh, really? Yes. So it's a turf mound. Okay. So now, you know, it's just like any turf field with the rubber pellets. So once they, I mean, all you do is brush them back in. Okay. You don't have to water, tamp, rake, none of that. Just okay. And you don't have to do it every time. Yeah. You just, we're Do, just, uh, are you players having, are you still wearing spikes or you haven't wearing yes. molded? Okay. Oh yeah. We, because talking to the company, um, they suggested that we wear molded cleats yeah. just to preserve the turf longer. But when I, when they asked me how many games we play on it a year and when I told them, I was like, oh man, you know what? You're going to be fine because most of those, um, fields that are used in the summer, like for youth ball, they're all turf. I got you. You know, so that so they get they. I mean, there's like Marion. They said they play like 200 games just in the summer. Well, how many playoff <laughs> games do they get? Yeah, exactly. You know? And oh, this isn't yeah. even including uh, UIL stuff, high school stuff. This is just youth ball. Yeah, that Marion gets a whole lot of a, a lot of traffic on their field. So there, they do make them wear molded cleats in the summer. But but I've gone to tournaments and we play there. We don't have to wear them if it's a UIL event. They don't, they'll let you wear uh, yeah. metal metal cleats. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. So we've cool. been, yeah. yeah. And then we, That's like what I, said, I saw the other day. I was like, what? That day, that mound looks good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to get out there and check that out. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. That was the case. I, yeah. Well, then, dude, I, I was giving you credit. I thought you were a master up there. You well, like, I am. I we, said, we, dude, we, damn, he, this baseball season just started, and that's the best mound in Texas. <laughs> now I know why. Yeah. Bunch of BS. Yeah. 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 Well, you know. Last year, well, why did I you got, do that when I was in school? I had to break my ankles the third degree. Yeah. I mean, you said that by the third now, inning, the hole, it would be a three foot hole in there. You had to oh, yeah. break it all back yeah. in. What are you talking about? Are you you were, you played on the new field. You didn't play on the field. He had to play. Oh, yes, I gosh. did. Yeah, I most certainly did. That's how I. That's high where that's ball? where I went back and forth on whether I was going to play in high school or not. But, <laughs> but then they got the new one. I was in like hey, eighth grade, so yeah. I said, okay, I'll play. The baseball field <laughs> I played on. I mean, Dude. when they redid the lights and left, you know, three-foot gaps in the Dude, fence, you I know. know. And yeah. When you take line drives out to left center and the ball goes and skips over the, <laughs> the over the, over the uh, like, like you know, uh, what's that? What's that called? For, um, ground rule double? Yeah. yeah. I'm line drives. and The ball never got 10 feet off the ground, hit the hill. It went over left center field. Are you kidding me? I couldn't even hit it that far in the air. And, and actually, before I played on that field, you know how you've got the the fence out there. Used to the old chain link fence was, I mean four. I mean it was center field was probably four fifty. Oh yeah, five, no, I mean it was, it was huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you I had mean, to you pepper there, those things. Yeah, and then they yeah. had like walk gates yeah. for the fence. Like you, you know, like just leave the field. Yeah, you could just yeah. run out and go catch the fly ball over catch the a, fence. Catch a foul ball. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, the, so. I, you know the thing too is like people started saying when the new field was built, like man, there's gonna be so many home runs out there. But you know, be honest with you, I when I played, there weren't that many. There really was yeah. not that many bombs in games. Really, when when we first opened up uh, the field, well, the second year because that's when I started hosting a tournament, yeah. and we were still using BESR yeah. bats, which they had a lot more pop than what yeah. we have now. But I think there were in the, in our tournament, I think there was 18 home runs hit. Wow, and yeah. there. But here's the deal: they weren't just barely going over that because yeah. of the bats. They were hitting those yeah. camels, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah over, over in the park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, we were, yeah. I think my senior year, we we're playing. I think there's a guy that w- went on to play at the University of Houston, Hoover. 
I th- those houses right there on War Horse where, Drive, where yeah. Justin Contreras, yeah, yeah. 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 He, he hit, he was, he hit like three in their backyard, yeah. yeah. And no, was, one of them hit off the roof. Yeah, it was just, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. just yeah. lots. We yeah. were playing, we were playing Floresville, and they had a, they had a good guy, and he hit one, and I don't think it's landed yet. I mean, he <laughs> just, I mean, it was over the the power lines out in the field across the road. Yeah, I mean, was, and it was still, I felt it. It felt like it was still going up. Yeah. It was like Matt, now, Matt Savage yeah, we had we had a home run. Der- we, we used to we used to have an alumni game, and then we also have a home run derby before the game. And <clears throat> Matt Savage, you know, might have been the only time he played in it. But anyway, so he's doing the home run derby. So oh. he hits a ball, and it's still climbing, and it shatters one of the lenses in the light pole. Oh in wow! Left center field. Yeah. Was, yeah, I mean. And wow. it was still going up. It wasn't like it was hung yeah. up there. No, it was destroyed. I mean, yeah. 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 Absolutely crushed. Well, I know this ball looked like it was still going up because I was standing on the mound because I'm the one that threw the pitch that it Ask, still hasn't landed. Ball, yeah. Next ball, yeah. mid flight. Yeah. yeah, that's Man. like uh, um, Kalen Rotrammel's dad, mm. uh, Rick Miller. He right. was telling me. He said, "You know, I, I I threw. I had to pitch to Cal Ripken Jr. back in the day when we played in high school." I was like, really? He said, yeah, I struck him out. I was like, really? He said, yeah, the other three times he hit it and it hasn't landed yet. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so what, like, well, at least he gets to say he struck him out. Right. right. There was, what year was it? It was in my junior, senior year where those, uh, those state troopers came and fr- were hanging out with us. And this dude could speak Spanish. So Villa and him were talking in Spanish. And one of the dudes was a professional baseball player. I mean, that guy looked like he was hitting him one-handed out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then he started telling him, like, okay, since you've already hit half my balls out into that chemical field, could you, like, let my guys <laughs> practice? And so, oh, where do you want it? Oh, like, shortstop. Go ahead. Yeah. Give it to the second baseman. This guy was unbelievable. Took his shirt off and was just hitting it with his white T-shirt on. And his, <laughs> I mean, crunching balls just like nothing. So that's what I was like. All right, so I'm going to click out, like, not playing pro baseball because I'll yeah. never do that. Yeah. No, never. Yeah. The funny thing about that story is before y'all got there, the, the two <coughs> troopers were waiting. And so I pull up to the field and... Like, oh, man, you know, what like, I do? I help you, sir? And um, one of them comes out. I was like, are you George Villa? And I said, yes, sir. He's like, yeah, we, 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 we have... There's a discussion we need to have. And so I'm like, what? I'm starting to think, okay, yeah. what, what have I done? What have, you know... <laughs> And, uh, and I was like, man, I, I know I didn't grab that kid too hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyway, so one of the troopers was a, he played collegiately at Incarnate Word whenever Coach Poppy was playing at TOU. So oh, they okay. knew each yeah. other. Oh, so yeah. he had talked to Coach Poppy, hey, do you mind if we go take some BP? Yeah. I, my, my buddy played professional ball. And, and you know, we drive by here. We always see y'all practicing. We was like, hey, yeah. I wonder if those guys will let us take some cuts one day. <clears throat> and so he did, told him, he goes, you got to talk to the head baseball coach. He goes, I'm pretty sure he's not going to mind. So, and then Poppy told him, he's like, you need to mess with them. <laughs> yeah. And so, no, no they not did. They had me he going. Tell you yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I was like, I, I said, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, well, yeah, just get out of your vehicle. Cause I was in my vehicle still. So I was like, well, let, can I park? Sure. So I was like real nervous, yeah. you know, just <laughs> yeah, trying to like, back up and you, park. You're and like, like, I want to throw it in drive, take off. Here comes the so, helicopter. Yeah. So then they both get out of their vehicles <laughs> and they're standing there with their arms crossed. And I get out. I was like, oh man, I said, you know. About to go to jail for what? I have no idea. Yeah, and we're all about to show up for practice. Yeah, so so I walk up and I said, and I was like, so what's 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 this about, man? What's going on? And and then so they they're just looking at me real stern, right? They have their Oakleys on, and I'm like, oh, you can't even see their eyes. And, <laughs> yeah, and they're big dudes. They good. were big yeah. dudes. These dudes were big. So he goes, um, I've got a question to ask you first. And I was like, 
yes, sir. You know, I'm just like afraid to talk. Yeah. And they're like, you mind if we take some BP? <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, yeah, we're, you know, I paid an incarnate word. He's got paper for us. We drive by here all the time. And we just we just thought, we you know, we'd ask if we could take some BP. And I said, what do you want to do? He's like, today. I said, really? He said, yeah. And I said, well, you got your stuff? He goes, well, I don't have anything. So I'm just going to take all my, so they have, you know, they have their, their bulletproof vest and they uh-huh. took it all off and yeah. they're just in their white undershirt and yeah. they're out there in their boots and stuff. And it, was like, it was like a perfect timing too because we didn't have any games. We just got yeah. like done with like a scrimmage too. Yep. So, and, I mean, they yeah. crunched the ball. I mean, I was like, because they were hitting, they were pros. Well, yep. they were, you know, pretty dang good pros. With an aluminum bat. With, with yeah. aluminum yeah. bats. Yeah. So, so I, mean, I forget who our manager was well, after like the first <laughs> five that they hit us. I said, hey, go get on the gator and get, go stand out there. <laughs> yeah, I go, did. Go yeah. to the field. Yeah. Don't don't let the camel out. Yeah, but yeah. go go you get know, the, yeah, the baseball. Yeah, it, was, that was, yeah. it was pretty cool yeah. though to see, it and was, it was good because he talked. The, the the one of them talked about about um you know how he got picked up. He was in an all star game and and um, he said the, the the college scout that picked him up was they just saw him hustling in and out of the dugout, you know, in between and, innings, and he was backing up the throws. He goes, I didn't catch, they didn't hit one ball to me, you know, but just just his hustle. Yeah, just it's caught what, someone's eye. Yeah, and yeah. then he ended up playing collegiately, and then he ended up playing a couple of years in pro ball. So, yeah. well, you know, you, we we talk about this all the time. You you got to put in the work. You've got to be able to, you know, you got to put in the skill, you, the effort on the skills and stuff. But you just need that break sometimes. Oh yeah, and yeah. then you know, and and you never know what what how you're going to get that break. I know Floyd and Chief and Robert were talking about that. Um, Floyd or or Chief, I think it was Chief, said he got recruited to go to Murray State. On a play where he got called, a, it was a penalty. Like he, you know, he hustled across the field to right. make a, a block, and he got flagged on it. And the coach was like, "Hey, run that back! Why, who, who made that block? Oh, it's our backside tackle. I want to talk to that guy." Oh. And and that's what got him, you know, the opportunity to go, the, you know, move on from Ranger Junior College to to Murray State. So. I got a funny story. A guy named Ron West. Y'all know who he is. Yeah. Oh. So he comes up to me his senior year, right before the season. He's like, "Coach, I want to play collegiate baseball." And he really wasn't a like a main guy for us. And, you know, he had he was player of the week one time on for the San Antonio Express News because he uh, one of our players he was a backup guy for us, and one of our players forgot a jersey, so he had to go in and DH. And he goes four for four with two home runs. And oh wow! I don't know if y'all remember that, but anyway, it was he had like seven RBIs that game. And in Carrizo, <laughs> yeah, in Carrizo, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this was his senior year. And he says, he, and he always had a live arm, but you just never knew where it was yeah, going, right. you know? So I said, well, Ron, you're going to have to play. You're gonna have, we're going to have to find a team for you, you know, right. so you can play this summer. Right. So I called around. I found, I found a, uh, I called a guy that I knew, and, and he was like, man, we could always use pitchers. And so he was just kind of re- just, you know, middle relief type guy for this, for this uh, travel team. And uh, one day they go to a tournament. It was a showcase. And the starting pitcher got sick. Okay. So then they're like, well, who's next up? He's like, Coach, my arm feels good. All right, man, you're going to start this game. Well, there was a junior college out from, I think it was Kansas, that was there in the stands, and he had the game of his life. Yeah. You know, he threw like four innings, had like nine strikeouts. You know, it was unbelievable. Wow. It, was, it was crazy, you know. 
He said everything was working, and so he got the pitch collegiately from that one, one show. That one, yeah. And I was like, man, I'm glad they didn't call me, Rome, because I, yeah. <laughs> I'd have to yeah. tell the truth. You yeah. know? Wait, wait, but not, that's not my guy. Yeah. No, that can't be my guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I can't. I can't say anything bad about him, though, man. He's the reason why somebody called me for college. Yep. Uh, he transferred to another team after he made that team or he got to that college. And they called me talking about Roan. Said he, we got a guy here that's playing that we that we like, and he said that you can that you got raw ability, you can play ball, that you have a live arm for a little dude. So uh-huh. we don't really care how big you are. So if you can, if the ball gets where we needed to go, we're good about it. But I was like out of state. I don't even play baseball in the summer. <laughs> yeah. As soon as the last inning hits every season, I, I go train and start for football season, yeah. which I, at this point in my life, regret every day. Yeah, but well. when you're sitting there and your grandfather, who's like a baseball guru, is, we're watching World Series stuff, and he's like, you know, you could do you, – you're better than that guy. <laughs> well, thanks, man. It's almost way yeah. too late for that. Yeah. <laughs> but – or like eighth grade, to practicing on the new field. It was when y'all went – that deep run y'all had with Rudy oh. and all them. And I'm just watching them practice because I'm just like, well, yeah, this field is amazing. Hey, Jake, come over here. Oh, God, what? Go to shortstop. Okay, cool. And I don't even play shortstop. I play, like, second base and center field, but I don't want to play outfield at all. I hate outfield. You know, little kid mentality. They don't even hit it out there. Yeah, right? yeah. Whatever. So I'm taking cuts, and he goes over. He's like, what do you what do you plan on doing? And you want, what, do you want to go to college and play sports? Well, yeah, I'm going to be a football player. Well, all right, okay, I mean, that's good, but, you know, yeah. how long, you know, what do you think you're going to be? I said, well, I figured I'll be 5'10", 5'11", 6 foot, my dad's at, and he was just like, <laughs> he was like, look, I'm going to tell you something, you might be a little taller than me, but maybe, so, but you could get it done in baseball, I'm, yeah, right, and then, like, I graduate, and I'm sitting there looking at myself like, you idiot, <laughs> you idiot, because I'm 29, I turned 30 this year, and... There's parts of my body that hurt so bad from football that I'll I'll never it'll never feel better unless I have surgery. Yeah. And so I mean, definitely would have picked baseball if I can go back in time. Yeah, when when I went to UTSA, they were just starting their baseball program, and uh, I, one of one of our guys got picked up by UTSA, a pitcher, Mark Montemayor, mm-hmm. and, and Mark we called him Serrano. He threw him the fastball; he's going to hit it a mile. No. Curveball, not so well. Right. Then he pitched too, and he probably threw mid nineties. You know, and, you know, upper eighties, low nineties, maybe not mid nineties, but I mean, but right. back in nineteen ninety two, that was that right. was smoke, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, he got picked up, and he's like, "Dude, man, come come to tryouts, you know, when we have tryouts." So he said, "I think you make the team." I'm like, "Man, that's cool, but man, 40, 40 ball games in the fall, and you know, <laughs> yeah. then, in the spring, yeah. I don't know, man." And and uh, so I'm walking to class one day, and I hear the ping of the bats, and I'm like, "Oh man." And I was like, I'm not going to go now. You know, it's yeah. already late. I'm going to be the guy that shows up late and, yeah. and all that. And then, like, three years later, man, they, they make it, like, to a super regional with that group. And it's like, man, I always wonder, like, Could maybe I, I should have tried out. Yeah. 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 But it was like you're saying. I didn't – I love playing baseball, but I didn't want, you know, I don't know that I would have loved playing it in college yeah. at the time. Yeah, well, you you, and, and at the college level, we talk about it when I've been on some shows before, is you, you got to love it because it's a job that doesn't pay. Well, yeah. it pays now, but not everywhere. So, yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. But it was, I was just kind of, I was always into like fast pace, high intensity, just, you know, just 
you know, tackling and hitting people. So that's why I always liked football. But anybody knows my family, like, oh, duh, obviously, yeah. you know, but as I've gotten older, it was like, no, I really appreciate baseball now way more just because of the thinking that goes on between each pitch is, I mean, cause if you're not doing that, then you, you know, you're not well, going to be as good as you should be. And what, what I love about baseball, and I think you had it on your tagline on your email for a long time was the, the quote about, you can't stall. You got to nope. you got to throw the ball across the plate and give the guys hacks. Yeah, you know you have to get so many outs and there's no way around it. Really, there's no time clock. There's no, no clock. There's yeah. no. And we, you know, this this just this past uh, uh, coaching convention that we went to. There's a lot of there's a lot a lot of head baseball coaches that are coordinators, either offensive or defensive coordinators. We're right. talking about that. You know how that that's all evolved and stuff because it never used to be that way. You know. Um, when we talked, they, they did a little history of the association of when these eight guys said we need to get a baseball association together, and a lot of them were threatened to get fired if they got it started because it was really? football was so big. They didn't want anybody to to, to venture off and start, you know. And it was because of the baseball association that then you have a basketball association now that came afterwards, you know. And all right. So so they were kind of like the frontier guys, you know. They were out there, you know, but. Going back to what we're talking about, um, we talked about how baseball coaches, as in that the ones that are football coaches, we love our kids that do both baseball and football because of the cognitive part of the game in baseball. If if there's Translate. so much, yeah. Well, the thing is, like we're talking about, man, we got that that big first baseman, that big third baseman. Well, they're normally guards or centers, right? But think about the because of the cognitive part of the baseball game that goes into it how they have to make calls on the run in a football game and how we feel that it 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 really makes those football players better even at the skill position quarterback where you have to make reads where you have to talk you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and and because every pitch in baseball it could be a different scenario from pitch to pitch right. it, it could right. be a different you know what i'm saying and one at bat you may have four different scenarios right yeah. you know so so you have to be your mind's got to be in the game and it's a slow game it's right. so slow and a lot of a lot of kids like jacob said he was always high strong whatever a lot of kids don't like it because man you, yeah. you may be you know he was a center fielder for us if joseph's on he may not get one ball right yeah you know he may not yeah. get one ball hit to him you know so right. So, you know, I, I think, and it's just, you know, just like they say basketball, the footwork right. that goes with, with, with playing basketball, how it translates to football, you know, right. and right. or any other sport. You sure, know? sure. All these sports, they, 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 they come together. And, uh, but like, like I said, as, as, a, as a baseball and a football coach, we, we like those kids that, that do both things, you know, because we think that there's a lot of, a lot of things that happen in the game of, of uh, baseball that can correlate to football and vice versa. Like yeah. the, 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 the mental toughness part, mm-hmm. physical toughness part of right. a football player that, you know, that baseball players don't get just from a baseball game, man, that's huge as right. well. Yeah. That's well, huge. and we talk about this all the time on the podcast is it not only translate between sports, but it translates outside of sports. Oh, absolutely. You yes. know, Definitely. You know what, what happens when you get the literal curveball? You know, and yep. you're like me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, in, in your life, and you're like, well, I wasn't expecting that, mm-hmm. but hey, here we go. Here, here we go. go. Yep. yep. It's nice, man. I like I, dual sport athletes are great. I mean, not just saying because I was one, but it was, no. you know, I, I football to baseball. I mean, you get kids down what, and you're down the count. Instead of taking a crappy hack because you're too nervous, or you just you can't you can't stay in there and take you battle right. I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna foul it off, or they're gonna have to put me out at first. I'm not gonna strike out, kind of thing. Yeah. 
So, I mean, definitely helped me. It definitely helped me because I was in big games or big moments in the fall. So going in straight into, you know, in the baseball season and you're in a big moment, you're like, I mean, this oh. isn't this isn't something like I can do this. It's not oh. a big deal. Just no, gotta play. Exactly. Did you see the tweet that came out with the uh, second weekend of the NFL playoffs that talked about all the quarterbacks and the number of sports they participated oh, in yeah, high school? Yeah, and I think Matthew Stafford was the only guy that did two. Everybody else did three, and a couple of them did four, yeah. you know, in high school. And, I mean, it, yeah. and granted, that's, you know, going to be one of your better athletes on your football team, too. But, I mean, that <laughs> yeah. definitely oh, yeah. translates, though, to, to yeah. like, show people, like, hey, you know, it, there's a benefit to doing a little bit oh, of everything. Absolutely. Do you know who Matt Stafford's center was in high school? I do not. No? Uh-uh. Clayton Kershaw. Really? From uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. Dodgers. Uh, that's yep. wrong. Yeah, yeah. Him being a big dude when he was young. Yep. Yeah. That was his center. That's, that's crazy. crazy. I, did you know that Jacques Peterson and Devontae Adams were teammates in football? I didn't know that. Yeah. Jacques Peterson was like a all-state wide receiver. <laughs> oh. oh. So. Well, yeah. I didn't know that, but I, but, yeah. but, you know. uh, I knew that about Kershaw, and uh, they played at uh, – at, uh, it's not Hyde Park. What is it called? Uh, they're called the Scots. Jerry uh, Jones's grandkids go to school there. Uh, I was thinking Highland uh, yeah. Park. Yeah, yeah, Highland Park. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yep. That's well, what, you that's know, what you know, Coach Gomez and I were teammates, and you know, shortstop yeah. and third base third. for the War Horses back in the day. Hey, and as, you go. as Sam Ramirez said, "Y'all cover a lot of ground." I said, "No, not really." He said, "I bet your shadows did." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Oh, Sam yeah. that's very funny. If if Chief and I could get to it, we had a good chance. You're probably going to be out. Yeah, <laughs> we might not get to it if we had to move a whole lot. So, I was I played everywhere though. I didn't. I played my sophomore year. I played third base, which was I never played third base ever. So that was that was tough because it was my first year playing varsity. So getting getting some rockets hit at you there, and they're you know it's just like don't if you turn your head. Yeah. You're never gonna play again. So you just sit there, just like you know, your eyes yeah. get big. And, just... and then they're like, "And by the way, play on the grass." And then like, yeah, like no, may, well, no, maybe well, even we, with the base, yeah, yeah. you know. But yeah. yeah, you get on the grass, okay. you know. And then we some of the fields we played on, they're a lot better now, which these kids don't even know. But it's like y'all, y'all haven't like y'all haven't played on a field like Pearsall before. They've gone and raked it or done whatever to where like Coach Poppy's hitting just missiles at you, and the ball's <laughs> going anywhere. And I mean, you're just like you're like you're down your gloves out and you're ready to go, and you're shaking like, oh god, you know what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? So by the time I finally got out to outfield, I was actually grateful because there's usually only one way to get them out, and that's catch it in the air. Yeah. Well, one of my best baseball stories is my my freshman year JV baseball for the War Horses. You know, going to play somewhere and you know kids are gone, stock show and this and that. And they're like sessions. You're you're gonna catch this game. I've never caught a day before in my life, Coach. He's like, well, you know, that's where I learned how to bounce it to second base, you know. But uh, we we were out there, and it's like big inning, you know. We're playing JV baseball, and three-two count, you know, bases loaded, and here comes here comes the fastball right down the pipe, and I'm sitting there fixing to catch it. I'm like, this dude's gonna crush this thing. And all of a sudden, the dude doesn't swing, and I'm like, "Oh, I gotta catch this thing!" And I forgot to catch it. It goes all the way to the oh backstop, and the coach is like, "Dude, I mean, it's called strike three. Yeah. Rings him up. You know, everybody advances. Yeah. 
dude, what What happened? I was like, coach, I thought he was going to hit it, man. I wasn't, even, it was such a meatball. I wasn't even going to catch it, you know? And he's like, no, you got to catch it every time. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. That's okay. pretty funny. Yeah. That's pretty funny. No, he's like, no, he's supposed to hit it. <laughs> yeah. Coach, that ball, he yeah, should have hit it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, crazy Baseball stuff. memories. You know, Coach Gomez, Coach Gomez, and you're, well, you, you had Mike Schlintz as your head baseball coach. I did, yeah, yeah. My, he was my uh, head baseball coach, too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. He was he was a good guy. Yep. Enjoyed enjoyed the days there. I think we got a new coach, Robbie Garza, came in and took Robbie over did, yeah. our, our senior year. He, he's uh, he's at Medina Valley now. Oh, bro, really? Mm-hmm. So, wow. Yep. Cool. Yeah, baseball anyway. memories. What about your baseball memories, dude? Got any baseball memories? Playing or coaching? Well, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll share. I've got plenty, but I'll share a divine Hondo story. So, I'm a catcher for Hondo as a freshman, and uh, I also pitched. Well, our our number one pitcher also played golf, and it was during regional golf. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, he was supposed to make it back for the game, and we're playing here in Divine. And uh, so we get off the bus, you know, get my shin guards, all my, my catcher gear ready, whatever. And then Coach Stinks comes like, hey, man, I don't think – and this is before cell phones. Well, yeah. John, Jonathan was supposed to be there by, you know, 6 o'clock or whatever, right? And he wouldn't show – he wasn't there. So he's like, you're going to have to pitch. I was like, what? He's like – and so, you know, we heard this – you know, this is the first time we played Divine that year. And we all I kept hearing was, like, they got a guy named Jeff Navarro, you know, a guy that, you know. So – Anyway, Jeff and I, I'm a freshman, he's a junior. We go we go at it and we're actually up one to zero. And um and we're winning, we're cruising or whatever, and uh so we get to the bottom of the seventh, we're up, I'm still pitching, and there's one out and I walk a guy. And then the next guy, I think he pops up, whatever. So there's two outs, runner at first. And um uh, uh man, his last name's Trailer. Dustin, um, Dustin trailer. trailers up. Right, that so Derek's dad. Um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah, his yeah. kids in in middle school. Yeah, yeah. He's a big, yeah. he's a big yeah. guy. Big kids, yeah. Yeah. Like twice my size, right? Yeah. So, so anyway, I get up on him, O two, and uh, and I was like, dude, I got this guy, I got him, and so coach calls a curveball, and I throw the curveball, and it's just spinning. You're like, like, oh no! Yeah, and this is back then. They used to park the cars behind, like from yeah. from center all the way to left field. Like they would park the cars back there, yeah, facing the you know the field. There were a bunch of kids were back there watching. So, and this is before the fence we have now. You know, right. it's probably four foot or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So he smokes one. Just and again, we're up one to zero. He smokes one, and it doesn't go. It, it's probably the fence is four feet, so it's probably four and a half feet all the way out. And it just goes through a windshield. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it, was, it was a Hondo fan. It was oh. one of our guys that was sitting oh. out there. And it just, God. all hear is, I just remember, she was like, and I was like, well, there's a chance. Maybe it'll hit the top of the fence. And so I'm just looking, and I hear is, I see glass go everywhere. Wow. Ball game. Wow. Ball game. There's another time, um, I think it might have been my sophomore, junior year. J.C. Yoha's was batting and I was catching but um our rule with coach Lynch was if you if they somebody tries to steal you throw it his head doesn't matter what what pitch you have gripped if you know as you get and you're in delivery you hear uh you know you hear squeeze right you yeah because yeah, that's what you yeah. gotta yell squeeze then you you go you throw it at his head right 
You know, if you hit him, fine. That runner goes back. Yeah, yeah. And he gets his base. We had the same rule here you know, back in yeah. 1992. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, and if uh, you know, if he moves out of the way, we catch it, tag him. You know. So, so anyway, so I'm I'm back there. I'm catching, and, and over here, squeeze. So here, and, and so he, he was he batted left handed. So, a uh, guy guy the pitcher's name Mike Ramirez, and he does he throws it right at his head, and JC just puts the bat up straight up and down. <laughs> And bunts that sucker fair, <laughs> and we lost that game because of that squeeze. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, he couldn't have done it any better. Yeah. yeah. But JC was a really good baseball player. Yeah. Like he yeah, played he was. Yeah. And uh, and so anyway, um, that was another game that we lost to Divine because of of uh, of, uh, of his just, execution, man. Yeah. Just freak execution. Another one. There's a uh, what's his name, Bo Carroll. So Jeff's a senior now. He's pitching. We're playing in Hondo. And I think we're we're down by two runs. One anyway, it was a close game, and one of Bo's playing third. I think he was a sophomore. And you know what? He was a sophomore. Was, yeah. And our guy, it's base loaded, two outs, full count, so they're running on the pitch, and our guy just skies one, hits a fly ball, just I mean, like a major league, just yeah. pop up. And so Bo's underneath it, and he's moving, he's moving, he's moving. Well, anyway, he misses it, goes right by him, boom, and it's fair. We scored three runs. Oh wow! And I just remember Jeff was, pissed. yeah. And you know what? I don't think Bo played after that. Oh, yeah. I think I, I'm. Ser- I don't. I'm not saying it's because of that. Yeah. But I don't think just, he finished playing yeah. baseball uh, through through the rest because he's a good. I remember him through through Little League. Like I right. played against all those guys in Little League All Stars and stuff. Yeah. Um, that that was that was always fun back in the day, like when we grew up. You know, you didn't have the club ball and no, stuff, no. but you played little league and you played all stars. And so if you, you knew, you knew, you yeah. knew people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there was a roadie kid from the Hennis, left hand Ryan Roadie, Ryan Roadie, lefty pitcher, and we saw him all the time. Yep. And I mean, it was, you know, eleven and twelve year old all stars, thirteen year old all stars. I mean, it was. You just know, he like, pitched for Texas, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. So he 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 dealt us a lot of misery. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Uh funny story on a on a fly ball. We put in a play one time when I was at shortstop, like on a first and third play or something. And uh it was I don't I don't remember the situation, but the catcher would throw it up like would throw it up like it was a pop fly. And all the infielders would be like, up, up, you know, right. and the, and then I was a shortstop and I'd be like, I got it, I got it, I got it. You know, I guess try to get the guy confused right. or whatever. And it came time to run it, you know, in whatever game and and they threw it, and I'm we're all doing our part, and, and I missed the – I don't even catch the fly ball. <laughs> and the guy wow. just runs and ends up in second, and everybody's looking around like, what in the heck just happened? So That's funny. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you a story. As a coach, they got Joseph, your brother. So we're playing Pearsall. And uh, Joseph was at first here in the mine, so their dugout was first base dugout, Pearsall's was. And I don't remember the count, but – it wasn't ball four, or or sorry, it was it was like. Anyway, I can't remember the count. It was two strikes, but anyway, the 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 pitch was a ball, okay. But the catcher caught it like it was a strike, and rolled it to the mound. Uh-huh. And everybody's running off the field. Uh-huh. I don't remember this. They're running off the field, so everybody runs off, but the left fielder is running in, but he runs towards the mound. The right fielder runs the first. And I just remember I'm hollering, stay on the back, stay on the back, stay on the back. And Joseph's like, what? What? Yeah. This was this, it was out number three. You know? So he's coming off the back, and I'm yelling at get him on the back. Well, that left fielder comes, picks up the ball, 
pops it over to the right fielder who's standing at first. Boom, tags Joseph. Out number three right there. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that one. Oh, yeah. No, that that guy at Pearsall that year, his name was, his name was uh, we call him Schmitty. I can't remember his first name, but his he ended up marrying Cooper. Remember a kid named Cooper Pletz? Yes. Yeah. Sure okay, so, that, so he married his mom. Okay. And uh, and so anyway, um, that he was, he was man. He got it. He got just good. He got it real good. Now then, if it was a senior year, then I wasn't there. I was at school. I get to go to all the baseball games. I've had a couple of funny ones. I think we talked about one of the bloopers I had. We were playing Lapriere, and I was center field, and they hit a shot, and the guy tried to take third. And the ball went. I threw it out of the ballpark. It almost hit Bob. I almost hit Bob Kempsey oh, standing man. behind the so dugout. I, I did do that. that happened. Uh, another time we were in summer league and I was pitching and I slipped on. I slipped on the mound and I almost threw it out over the backstop. So, but then the good good memories. You know, I've I've talked about it in the home run derby and the alumni games. We're playing Yokum in a playoff game over in Canyon Lake, mm-hmm. and there's there. They had like a like a like a five six foot fence. It wasn't tall. It wasn't tall at all. But it wasn't like it wasn't like short or anything. You could definitely jump up. And they had some dudes that can swing the sticks pretty good. So Joseph was pitching, and this dude cranks one. His first baseman. This guy had to be freaking five eleven, like two fifty. And I jumped the fence, dude, and I caught that thing. I caught it. I mean, I did, and it was coming. I mean, it was just kind of like I'm just gonna try. I mean, he hits yeah. it and it's running. And I see, and I look. I take one look at the fence, like, well, I'm gonna this. This is it. I'm gonna try. It. This is my opportunity. This playoff game. I'm never gonna get the skin. And I did it. Jumped, and I mean, I'm over the fence. Catch it, and then I mean, I look at my glove, like, oh my god. <laughs> Left fielder Jordan Fraga comes over, and he was like, oh my god, dude, I can't believe, I can't believe you just caught that. And I'm like, I mean, do me neither, like. Take off running. That was a game. That was a crazy game. That, that ended bad. I wish I wish Jordan had a 50-foot vertical jump because the other three that they oh. hit off Joseph. Oh, <laughs> dog. Yeah, yeah. He, that, yeah, their left, their left, well, their third baseman, he he hit one off Joseph. That I mean, it hit our bus in the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, yeah, it was. It was pretty bad. So, and then I guess, I guess me robbing that guy pissed him off because the next day we played him and he hit two in one game. Yeah. So, whatever. But, you know, it was a glorified moment for me just for temp, just for a second. <laughs> cool thing, too, was freshman year ago, I think we were going to be sophomores and Joseph and those, they were going to be freshmen. We went and played American Legion yeah. over in Kerrville. And that has to be some of the funnest moments in my life playing baseball because we had no business winning any games over there with the group that we took over there. And we made it to – we almost made it to the championship game. Yeah. <laughs> we were like one win away from going all the way. <laughs> that yeah. was pretty good. Man, and, and like a lot of my memories in baseball are like little league games, you know, and, and all-stars and stuff like that. And and then, of course, you get up into high school and, and all that. But I remember one time I was playing shortstop for all-stars. And it's the first year we got to play all-stars, which back then it was like 11- and 12-year-olds, right? Right, right, yeah. And so, and, and we had, you know, the old school uniforms, you know, we had the, you put your sock on and then you had to put your stirrup on and right, it actually, yeah. you know, it wasn't right. sewn into your y'all, sock. Or y'all anything. do that now some, yeah. I'm so yeah. jealous of like, that. Like the old school stuff. So two stirrup stories. The first one is, you know, all stars, you know, they hit one up the middle and I run up there and I jump up and I catch it and. And I guess when I did, I kind of clipped my feet together, you know, uh-huh. and I catch it and it's out number three. All right, you know, get the ball, roll up to the mound, start to run into the dugout, and I just face plant. I, oh, I, I <laughs> my, yeah, out. I got stuck in my stirrup, <laughs> and so I tried to stride out, and <laughs> oh, down I went. And then later on that, like we get into high school a couple of years later, and big John Ramirez, 
first baseman. Big John was that special guy that you you put all of his stuff in the first the catcher's bag. You know right. his first baseman mid all that. So and and Coach Lentz, you know we all look the same. Big John shows up. He doesn't have doesn't have one of his stirrups. Big John, where's your stirrup? Or, or first of all, he's like, okay, Big John, you don't have your stirrups? No, Coach, I don't have. Them. All right, nobody wears their stirrups today. Okay, Big John, by the way, where's your stirrups? Coach, man, battery's dead in my car, and I needed something to lift the battery out of my car, so I just used my stirrups, Coach. <laughs> so oh, we didn't get to wear our stirrups. That that yeah. Big John's nice. car battery. Yeah. So Big John had to change out the battery. So that's good. Oh, that's, that's some hilarious. good stuff. We were playing somebody one time, and Joseph was decided he wasn't going to take a single ground ball and throw it to first. He was just going to take him off the legs, between the legs. <laughs> and so I'm looking at Via, and I'm looking at Joseph. And I'm looking at Via, and I'm starting to get excited because I already know what's going to happen to Joseph. Like, yes, yeah, come on, miss another one. And he does. He 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 just misses another one, shanks it. And so Via's like, get the ball, hurry up. He turns around and walks to get the ball because he's mad. He's angry because he's, he's not doing good in and out, and the entire crowd and everybody's watching him suck. So he walks, gets the ball, throws it in real fast, and then Via goes, all right, everybody in. Like, no, forget that. And he goes, Joseph. Get in the get in the shed right now, or get in the make whatever we call what we call that thing the shed, the, the shed. shed. Get in the shed right now, dude. I I can't say I heard everything, but like just the tone, I heard everything. <laughs> yeah, and you, Joseph, you didn't have to know what was being said, but you knew what was being said. You know, but the cool thing too is like the way like the relationship with the coaches from football, basketball, football, and you know, and and with Via and my family was like. You know, it's kind of like green light, man. Do what you got to Other than, like, assault us, <laughs> yeah. it's a green light to do what you got to do. And like, Motivate us however you need to. And they would openly say that, hey, hey, do whatever. Do yeah. whatever. So, yeah. when, you know, when you tell a guy like, you know, Via to get fired up to, like, green light, you know, if you have to hit him, hit him if you need to. Right? That's so it's like, I could, Joseph comes out, and I think his bill is, like, bent to his, <laughs> no, to his nose. And he's red, right? And almost looks like he's about to cry. And I think he had, like, I mean, he had a great night that night. He played really well. But That's was, when the DPS trooper showed up the, <laughs> no, the no, next practice. No, no, this was, no, no. no. But it was, I mean, I loved it because it was like, man, everybody loves Joseph. He's, he's like a walking rabbit foot. Lucky, gets everything, whatever. Hey, whatever you want, Mr. Sattler, right? And then it's like, yes, give it, like, tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him. So. No, that, that shed is famous. You know, that it's funny you say about the shed because when when kids come back, and if they're fortunate or not fortunate or unfortunate, however you want to call it, <laughs> yeah. that if yeah. I've had to take them in that shed, and they're like, and, and some of them, I'm gonna be honest with you, you know, I don't I don't remember a whole lot because there's so many great stories and stuff, but yeah. they'll come back and I'll, or I'll see them at HEB or I'll see them in town or whatever. It's like, hey, coach, you remember when you took me in the shed and you ripped me a new one? Like, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah, time. Yeah, because what was about to happen, we couldn't let people hear what was. No, happening. no, no. So those are those are between player and coach right there. Count them. Can't really do that too much yeah. these days. It no. seems like you know. No times. Times have changed a little yeah. bit. So, well, what what are you thinking for this year? Give us a little preview. Like what? Well, I I think like we said, we were young last year. We're still young. Mm-hmm. We're still going to be young, but because of the experience that they got, you know, during the season and the experience that they got over the summer, and then even with continuing to play even a little bit of fall stuff and then the winter stuff um we are expecting a better season now that being said i'm not saying that we're going to go and and our goal is always to win a district championship and from there we'll take it you know we'll take it a step further but i can i can attest i can tell you that we're going to be better this year i mean just because of that you know and then 
the mindset that I've taken to as a coach and also the kids buying into what, you know, I have, you know, I have this deal. I, I call it trust, commit, care. You see it in the back of my cat, TCC. That's our big thing. Trust. I got to be able to trust you. You got to be able to trust me. Right. You know, you know that I'm committed. My coaches are committed to make you the best baseball player you can be. You got to be committed to our program. Yeah. And then the big thing is, you, especially with baseball, man, yes, you got to care about your teammate. You know, even even if you're competing for a spot, you st- just, uh, if you care enough for him, you want him to do well so that the team does well, right. you know? Right. And then this year I kind of added a, another acronym. We, we say WIN, and it doesn't mean for you to go win. It means what's important now, mm-hmm. you know? So right. we, we talk about, okay, right now we're about to go into this drill or we're going to talk about these situations. This is what's important right now. So give me the best you've got for what's important right now. So we, we break it out to WIN now, and it's not – that we want to win a game. Yeah, we want to win a game, but that's not what it means. It's what's important now. So, and, and the kids have really, really taken to that and, and those, those, you know, that terminology and, 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 and uh, so it's, I, I think we're going to have a, definitely have a better season than we did last year. I can't tell you where we're going to end up, but, sure. but I can already, I can just feel it. And you know, you've been coaching a long time too. You, mm-hmm. you, you, you sense that you have that feeling, you know, and unless something drastic happens, you know, which, you never know, but no. right now I'm very, very optimistic of, of, of where we're heading. Also, for sure, I yeah. agree. I, I can back you up, though. I think I think you're gonna they're gonna be better for sure. Yeah, I, I know. I know. You know, mom coached forever, and she's like, you know, the best thing about a, a freshman or the best thing about a sophomore is like, what's that? And they're like, they're a junior next year, exactly. Or you know, or, yep. or if they're a freshman, they're a sophomore. Well, a lot, next and a lot year. of these the young dudes that were like freshmen playing baseball, they got they were on varsity football in big time moments, right? right? So it's like you're gonna see a sophomore or a junior that that was big eye like last year that's like <clears throat> i need you to hit me the ball yeah. hit me the yeah. ball or you know i'm, I'm down oh two that's fine with me because i hit breaking ball better anyway yeah. Yeah. well i'm getting a call i'm getting text messages here uncle joseph's finished with the basketball game he's like man i want to call in i'm like dude you can't call in i said via's been here an hour and a half already yeah, we're not going like two and a half hours right. if yeah. i let him call in so <laughs> i feel bad i'm not letting him call into his own show but <laughs> We're just going to kind of ignore that text. So I'm probably saving you a little bit of grief too there. Oh, Coach probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> but we will have you back out at oh, some point when yeah. the season gets rolling. Yeah, district hopefully, play or and hopefully we'll be doing well. So this yeah. will be a yeah. good conversation. There, yeah, there, not, yeah. There, and, there won't be a, a wrestling match in your in your kitchen. <laughs> yeah. and, and hopefully – we won't have this cold weather. We'll actually have exactly. some, some yes, warmer weather yes, and yes. Yeah, get things yeah, going. Buckle down, boys. Yeah. Well, Coach Via, man, we appreciate you coming out. Thanks, tonight, man. It's always a pleasure. Best yep. of luck yep. to yep. you. Good appreciate luck, you staying a little bit later. And I know you got to drive back, and we got all this crazy weather coming oh, it's in. That's all right. Man. We're good. Yeah. Always got my snowshoes on. Yeah. Yeah. I saw I saw a deal on Facebook. The Crocs, they put just some chains on chains the bottom of the South Texas snowshoes. Yes, sir. So, yeah. But, yeah. All right, man. Well, Jake, thanks for stopping in. And it's always a pleasure, man. For stopping by and filling in for Uncle Joseph. It was a good time. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll hear the, the wrath of this on the next one when he's back out he's here. Back about out. I can't even call into his own show. <laughs> yeah. But it is. Hey, can you do one favor for me before we get out of here? Sure. Joseph always says the episode number in Spanish for us, you know, and that's his thing. Does he really? My, my Spanish is no bueno. Okay. So this is episode number 27. So can, Ya terminamos. Con numero 27. Okay, well, that's way more than what he normally does. But yes. I just wanted the 27, but you know what that is. Yeah. upgraded. <laughs> yeah, that's. I said we just finished. Jo- Joseph's fired. <laughs> so, so Coach V will now be a, a permanent co host. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. All right, man. For Coach George V, for Jacob Satter, Jim Sessions, we're going to wrap this one up. This has been episode number 27.
número 27. Of the Talking Shop, Jim and Joe Show. Appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to this one. We'll see you guys on the flip side.